And then I'm taking this week off and then I'm like, I'm going to do podcasts and hang with you guys and fucking pretend to be a full-time comedian that makes money. Um, what I'm certainly not. A lot that's of us. The, that's the best way to get it, get it going, yeah. getting that momentum, you know, yep. bringing it all in. I was going to say, fake it till you make it, bro. Pretty much. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I've been doing I that. Me too. Me too. Uh, so I guess this is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. what's up? Welcome to the hypothetical comedy podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina. And I am Athena Rodriguez. And we're here with comedian Nico Lukov. What's up, Nico? Hello. How's it going, everybody? Hell yeah. How you guys doing? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm glad uh, glad we get to connect and hang out and do this. It's been a while. Yeah, you're back out in the world and you're having a good time out there. So yeah, yeah, it's really good to talk to you and connect with you again. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's been a long ass time, but we've hung out so many times too, I feel like. And just... Just so many great times just hanging out, talking with you guys, with other people. As even, you know, addition to doing the comedy part, like that just happens to be what we're doing. But just shooting the shit afterwards, as you guys know, is really the cool thing to be able to connect and hang. Yeah, yeah no, like, I'll never forget that one day when you said, hey, do you know a guy named Paul Kilmer? Do you mind if he comes hangs out with you? <laughs> oh, was, yeah. You know, and I didn't know him. But you know what? Paul's one of my really good friends mm-hmm. this day. Oh, hell and yeah. It was yeah, because he wanted guy. to bring him to the hangout, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and I was like, I never knew when someone was doing those, like, is this how closed door? Like, hey, he's cool. Let him in. Let him in. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was doing the, so the, the hangs or whatever, but when I was doing the Zoom mics, I was gatekeeping. Like, people would message me. I remember this specific, this one time, uh, this guy messaged me, and I didn't, I'd never heard of him. And I messaged you because you know everybody. I'm like, hey, do you know this guy? And you're like, no, I don't know him. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, and then I told the guy, hey, send me a picture of yourself on stage. That was <laughs> that was the uh, the key to get into the Zoom, you know? Yeah. And then he did. And then he did. And then he goes, hey, my friend wants to come too. Do you want a picture of him on stage? And I go, no, <laughs> now that I trust you, I also trust your friend. <laughs> nice. Did he, did he turn out to be cool? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> That'd be funny if he didn't. He was yeah, like a double dipshit. <laughs> it was it was Jesse and Drew out of Houston. Oh, cool! Hell yeah, hell yeah! I'm sure you know them now, but yeah, that was a good time. Oh, Drew, yeah. Drew Blues? No, Drew Hallway. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Yeah. All right, the cough podcast. All coughs, <laughs> all the time. Let's just get rid of this. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so Nico, let's get right into it. You recently. Sure. Uh, performed you opened the, for bill burr um how did that go about um a lot of luck um i did a, yeah i got to do a short you know guest spot deal um it was super fun um so basically not basically in back in may um at an open mic here in, uh, i'm in i'm in idaho so in boise we have a really awesome open mic a place called the mad sweet beer hall downtown great spot a lot of a lot of people just like walk by and then end up going in so they have like real audiences you know is like a big deal at an open mic mm-hmm. um so they did one on a late saturday night and the and the host Haley lenhart weiss who runs blue city comedy that's a group who puts on shows there um was uh was actually announcing nate ford he's a he's a really funny comic who um what was I don't think you know him. He wasn't in the on the in the Zoom stuff. Yeah, I, I don't really. know him, but isn't there a comedy club named after him or something? Or I'm gonna think of a different Nate, somebody in Seattle. Oh, I think I think it's something different. No, so oh, it, you're well, right. It is a different name. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Nate Jackson. Yeah, super Nate funny Jackson. comedy club. Yeah, yeah, that place is awesome. I love I the name. Anyways, of it. go on. But um, oh, good dude. Yeah, that's a great place too. Um, 
Yeah, so he was getting, and he's, you know, I've become friends with him. He's just a real nice, cool dude, really funny guy. He's been doing comedy for 22 years. This is what he wow. does all the time. And uh, so he was going on stage, and and Haley had said to everybody in the audience, like, hey, everybody, you should tweet at Bill Burr, who is going to be at the Ford Idaho Center. So that's where his name is kind of fun, too, because Nate Ford at the Ford Idaho Center, <laughs> um, which is an arena here in my town, Nampa. It's, it's by Boise that's known for uh, big concerts, like Dave Matthews Band goes there, and, like, Snoop was just there a couple weeks ago. Wow. Um, and they do uh, – they're really well known for a, a huge rodeo that they put on. Or two, so very Idaho kind of place. Um, but, <laughs> but but when she was uh when she was announcing, she's like, "Hey, everybody, go tweet at Bill Burr and say that Nate Ford should open up for you." And like the cloud was kind of quiet at that time. She's like, "No, motherfuckers, you guys do this, do this shit, tweet at him." And she was like getting intense, like, "Okay, cool, someone's gonna do this, right?" So we're hanging out, and she, she's awesome, and and, he, uh, and Nate did a, a great set. That a few days pass, and I I just very rarely tweet. Like I was, you know, I'm very verbose. Twitter's not my. I want to say a lot of words. It doesn't fit as well in that, <laughs> and actually have a discussion in some way, even though you might not think Facebook's really for that. But um, so I just I don't tweet a lot. But I was like, I'm just gonna go see who 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 tweeted. Like who did that? And I checked it. Nobody, nobody. It's like three days later. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? So. I was less, I, I tweeted, um, you know, I tweeted, hey, you know, my uh, the really very funny comment. I tweet at Bill Burr, hey, very funny uh, comic Nate Ford. That's his his handle deal or whatever, um, you know, should open for you at, you know, when you're in Boise, he'd do a great job open for you. Um, and then I didn't really think a whole lot of it. And then a couple hours later, and I don't even get like notifications on my phone for Twitter. I just was looking. I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, shit, he replied. So he actually oh, wow. replied. He replied and his first comment was is great because it's just it's so Bill Burr. He just said, I heard he's a self-promoting cunt was his first <laughs> <con> reply. <laughs> and we're like, that alone's a, a credit, like announcing Nate sometime being like, this next comedian was recently called a self-promoting cunt by Bill fucking Burr on Twitter. <laughs> like that would have been a good little credit. I like that. But then uh, but then a little while later, he just wrote, I will give you five up top. And I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. I was super excited for Nate. And also, to be honest, I, I, saw, I saw this opportunity for me. Like, why the, you know. So when you reply on, on Twitter where, like, you know, it puts everybody's names on the thing, an idiot might think, oh, maybe he's talking about me, too. I don't know. So, I, I you know, I play the idiot role very well, um, as you probably know. <laughs> and so I DM'd Bill, and I was just like, hey, thanks so much. You know, this is a dream come true. I just want to clarify, you're talking about both of us, because also it was like, maybe he doesn't know I'm a comic. I don't know. I'm like, you talking about both of us? I wasn't expecting that, but I obviously would love to. Um, so I'm checking my phone every once in a while. Nine fucking days later. Wow, nine days. At this point, he messages like, me up. back. I had, and I, and I don't, I wish I had kind of documented this a little better, because I don't remember what I was feeling at that time, but I remember like trying not to focus on it, but just being like, oh, yeah. I'll check every once in a while. But then he did. I'm like, holy shit. And then also, I think this was a mistake. I don't know. He he ended up following me on Twitter. I was like, he follows like 400 people and I have a very inactive Twitter. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Wow. He has 2 million followers. So I was excited about that. But I was also like, oh shit, I got to be careful about what I tweet now. Because what if I tweet something super dumb and he's like, fuck these guys. <laughs> like that was the fear. Because for me, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm a fairly new comic. Um like you said before, I've been doing comedy on stage, open mics like seven months before everything shut down. We went to Zoom, so I'm I'm pretty new. But Nate's been doing this a long time. Like he has the ability. Like if Nate, if Bill Burr was like, "Hey Nate, go on the road with me," like which is obviously the fantasy of any 
thing and you know it'd be awesome yeah. he could actually do it because he's got the material he's he's got the chops and he's you know he's able to do that so for him it's like a you know a, a, a hopefully a, a you know thing to help advance his career and for me too like i i thought an opportunity for me too but i wasn't really thinking much about that i was like this is just cool and fun um and then he was you know and then he then he's like hey yeah so both of you guys so i immediately i posted on instagram i was all so that moment i was one for all these like pumped to like scared things this whole period of time this was a <laughs> six-month process um so i post about it and i tag the venue and the people who run the social media at the venue message me and are like the fuck you talking about I'm like, oh, oh shit. They don't, they don't lose the exact words. And I don't blame them. It was their job. They're just, what they really said was something like, uh, hey, who told you you were on that? Because, like, right. yeah, just, exactly. they don't want someone like, spreading shit. And, and I would under, I understand that. Are. Like, exactly. And then I actually uh, sent him a screenshot of, the, of, the, of our DMs. And I was like, Bill said that I was on, like, oh, my, my, my close personal friend, Billy. No. Um, <laughs> so 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 i showed him that but he's like yeah that's cool but he didn't know like what he was supposed to do like to ask me to remove it or whatever and the last thing i wanted again was to jeopardize this opportunity yeah, i didn't want absolutely. them bugging bill and be like these shitheads are posted like i want so i just deleted the post <laughs> until later i posted again later okay. uh, about it what wow. was more cemented but still like that was like okay that's really cool and then i have the, the timeline here so he tells us that and then um August 28th. So like two and a half months later, I message him because we hadn't heard anything. I'm like, do I, I can't just show them my fucking phone and be like, let me in. I got a tweet. Bill said. Uh, yeah. Right. And I also don't want to wait in line with all the fucking chumps, you know, like, yeah. And then what if like you hype it up and you tell all your friends, and then they end up saying, no, fuck you. You're out of here. That was the fear till the moment of, cause like yeah. that, that's always a possibility. Right. So I was, um, I also was like, so I'm so new at comedy. I'm like, I just tweeted and he let us do this. Is this, I knew it wasn't super normal, but I'm like, maybe it is normal for headliners to like, just cause, cause I know headliners will have locals do their stuff and, and be on their shows. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe it was like, Oh, these, these dumbasses will do it for free. I was going to pay somebody. I don't know. I don't think that's the case, but I actually, that did go through my mind at one point. I'm like, fuck, did I screw someone out of an opportunity? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, this is me just, you know, being cynical and dumb and overthinking I mean, stuff. Even if, even if that's the case, I mean, you know, you went, you went for the brass ring and you're able to grab yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. That's my message. <laughs> uh, but I was stoked. Um, it was kind of funny. Someone messaged me. He's like, dude, if you were an asshole, I'd be so mad right now. <laughs> I was like, I would be too. If it was like this jerk, this piece of shit. Um, no. So, um, so I messaged him. I'm like, Hey, just check it in. Do you need any, like I gave him our full name. It was like, this is, you know, this is our stuff. Like, just want to make sure, like, do we need to check in with anybody or, you know, whatever. Um, and then, um, and then it was, uh, what was it? Yeah. Like it was, it was Sarah. It was like a week later or so he just messaged me and he's like, Hey, I'll send you my tour manager's email. that will have your name at the thing. I was like, Oh shit. Okay. This is real. This is real. This is real. Then nothing for months. We didn't, I didn't get an email or like he never gave me the email, but I'm like, fuck, do I like, what do I don't want right. to be like, Hey, do I keep bugging him. Do I let it right? go? Right. But, but I did, I was actually going back and forth with Nate. I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking of saying. What do you think? You know? Cause like, I don't, you know, we're in this together. I don't want to yeah. fuck it up. And then, then, you know, I did end up messaging him and said, Hey, here's my email in case it's helpful. You know, if you need anything from us, just let us know nothing. And then nine days before the show, Oh my God. I get an email 
right? I get an email from his tour manager. Hey, oh. I heard you're opening for, you're doing a five minute guest spot for Bill Burr. Cause I was also not sure once we, once I got at it, I didn't know if we were both doing five. Like I still, I wasn't going to push like, I'll find that shit out. I wasn't going to push yeah, that, but I wanted right. to know what we're doing. And then, uh, and then he's like, you know, here's the information, how many, uh, you know, give me, give me your address and all this info to like, have you in this, whatever thing. I'm like, okay, here's my info. But then he didn't mention Nate. I was like, oh shit. And I'm like messaging Nate. And it's like 10 AM. Like, fuck, he's not awake. He's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> then he does send me all his info. Cause I was like, Hey, I was going to wait and send his info altogether. But like, I didn't want to like slow down and get an info. So I'm like, here's info. Here's my information. I'm also going to send you uh, another comedian, Nate's wards info. Cause he's also one. Like, I want to make sure we, nothing got lost yeah. there. Um, and then I sent them the info. It turned out he did also email Nate. He just found his email online, but he didn't tell, like, I didn't know that. So, but also showed that he knew that I, that I had dates back. I wasn't like being like, okay, I guess I'm on it. And like, fuck you, you know? <laughs> so, so he did reply and we, we figured all that stuff out. And uh, I took the day off my day job and, and uh, I'd already, I already, I'd already scheduled that off and spent the day just pacing in my living room, oh reciting my lines. <laughs> my my mic stand i got that i you know i use for zooms yeah um you know because i got the regular like sure 758 mic um and then just try not to go insane and uh we did a podcast on the way there because there's a uh, chris and wendy um they do uh locals here in boise dude it's called toast toasted i always fuck it up toasted marshmallow ventures podcast they do but <laughs> they, they do they do a fun podcast where they like take you to a show they call it um uber comedy or uber oh, wow. something but that's pretty incredible which is, which is cool like they've like they'll pick up headliners from the airport and take them to the show because you know every you know that's a you know save 10 30 dollars on awesome. uber or whatever yeah and um and get an opportunity just to talk and it's an and it's in a fun environment so but they usually had a they hadn't done them in the dark before so we got like little lights in the back we're holding and nate's up front and i'm in the back there's usually not two comics on it so it was just kind of a weird different kind of one too <laughs> And they were already going to go to the show. So we're like driving around and like, okay, what gate do they say to go to? And I'm like horrible at directions. We're like, go to this one and go up next to this thing. Oh, and uh, we go in and they tell, they told us like, oh, someone will be there. Let's go to this door, go in. Someone will be there to like walk you backstage. We're like, okay, cool. So of course we get there and they're like, I don't know who the fuck you are. What, oh, what are you <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so we're like, what are you talking about? You're insane. And then they got somebody else. Cause we were there. We got there like an hour and a half early. Uh, we didn't know when we're supposed to be there. So, oh, so that nine days before also, he goes, uh, all right, we got you down for one parking space um, or whatever, because we weren't sure exactly how we we're going to arrive, but we, we we knew, you know, that'd be the max. Yeah. Um, and then uh, <laughs> and then he goes, uh, I'll email you one to two days before the show with more details. So I figured that's going to be like, where do we go? What time to be there? Yeah. Who does who did check in with and whatever? So uh, a couple hours before the show. We get that email. Oh wow! That says, that says be your, so we're like so we're like you know want to be ready and prepared, but we also just you know we don't want to get there super early or whatever. I mean, I don't mind getting there early, but you know we, we just didn't really know what to do or expect. So we get there and we finally find someone who knows what's going on. They're walking us back. We're trying to act all cool. They're like, oh, there's caterings over there. You know, they got some food over there. It's actually pretty good this time. You know, I'm like, okay, this time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first and probably the only time. I'll, I'll do it again. But like, it was like this is. We're like trying to just act all normal. 
um and then we <laughs> go to this room yeah. <laughs> we walk you know walk in this hall and we walk past a little sign that says bill burke dressing room and it's like oh shit we go to the one that's ours which is just you know big room and we're just pacing <laughs> back closet. and forth and practicing <laughs> pretty now it's good we got some food i was worried that i'd be too nervous to eat but i was not <laughs> um and then, uh, and then we waited, and then it was like ten minutes before the show was supposed. To, oh, they showed us the stage, and like uh, Nate was going to introduce me. Nate, Nate was going to do his set, uh, introduce me, then I introduced the feature, which was then going to introduce Bill. Oh, New York style. Yeah, <laughs> I, that that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so about ten minutes or fifteen minutes before the show is supposed to start, we're just like, where do we like? Do we wait in our room? Do we need to go? Because what if they they're like, where the fuck are these guys? And then they just started or like, are they going to be mad? We don't want to. We didn't know when we're supposed to be wherever we're like. Yeah. So so we so we end up like 10 minutes before it's supposed to start. We walk through this like underground tunnel kind of thing to the to the or this under the stage kind of thing to or the bleachers thing to the the front. And while we're walking there, the guy who we had checked in with before passed us, he's like, hey, they're not even here yet. Like, just, you know. We can go back to your thing. It was like we we're like the dudes going to our first party, and they're like, "Hey, the parents haven't left yet. Just fucking go wait." <laughs> <laughs> we'll then, sit in the car for another half an hour. <laughs> yeah, dumbass. Be cool, man. And we're like, uh. <laughs> so so we were pretty chill about that. We we're like, oh yeah, okay, this is the normal thing. And then so they were gonna come get us, which we're glad because we're like, I don't, you know, we didn't know what to, to do. And then eventually, the guy who I've been emailing with just comes in our room. This tall dude from New York, just you know black leather jacket he was a, he's an ex-cop who's who's bills like dude they're the friends and he's a tour manager security all that kind of stuff and he's just totally chilled the way he's talking and he's just like uh hey guys you know we're starting to show about 8 30 is that okay we're like eh, yeah that's that's fine <laughs> fucking whenever you want uh and then he's okay. like all right uh he goes uh do you, you guys want to you guys want to meet bill and we're like uh yeah okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to be cool still uh, so then we we go and we go to that first room that we had passed before and he is exactly who you'd expect him to be he, but he's, and he's and he's just his energy and the way he talks and the way he acts and he's just super be super nice and and i mean he he acts and he is angry a lot of stuff he talks about he's angry but like he's not just he's not just screaming at people like he's not an asshole he's super cool and he just sees us come in and he goes and i'm horrible at impressions like hey those are locals <laughs> we're like yeah like my Bill Burr's like a shitty Pacino, I realize. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, "You guys bugging me on Twitter?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was almost verbatim what I had in my brain that he was gonna say too. So it was just perfect. And I'm like, "Hey, I want him to know like that was me." Like we had DM like that. Yep, hi Bill, I'm Nico. Nice to meet you. Da da da. You know. And then we're talking, shaking people's hands, and then um, and we sit down and just he's like, "Hey, do you guys want to sit down?" And we just sit down and start talking. And he's like, hey, tell me about the local comedy scene. And Nate's, you know, been around for a while. So he's like talking about clubs that open and close wow. and all that kind of shit. And then um, and then he, he was ordering from the yard house. And he's like, don't you guys have any fucking buffalo steaks? I want a fucking buffalo steak. Not like a diva, but he was just talking. I'm like, <laughs> uh, black, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's into buffalo. And then he's just, and then he's like, oh, just give me a burger and a salad or whatever. And then. <laughs> We're just talking, and then he says that uh, this this is amusing to me. He's like, uh, just out of blue, he's like, oh, so I made this fucking this might be not exactly word for it, but very close. I made this fucking movie with Miramax, and uh, you know, I was I was writing it, I was in it, and then all the directors were sick because of COVID, and then they were backed up because no one could do it. And then they're like, Bill, why don't you do it? And I gotta move fucking everything. And I later realized that was Bill Burr's way of saying, uh, 
hey guys, so I made this movie. Um, <laughs> can we talk about it? <laughs> he's just so cool. He knew exactly what, like he, he, he's it. He knows, he knows what we wanted to do. He knows the concerns that we'd have and he didn't make it extra awkward. And, and he knew, like, he just knew it. It was just, just on. And it was just super cool. And I did end up telling him, like, you know, I've been doing this for, like, you know, three and a half years. Nate's like, I've been doing this for 22. And Bill's like, 30 years. <laughs> and I, one of the things I wish I could have said was, like, oh, well, three years in, what celebrity did you open for? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've won. Out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably would have laughed at that. Yeah, um, probably. No, he was, he was super cool. And then eventually that that tall dude who had come in. Oh, and yeah, I mentioned Dean Del Rey, um, who I hadn't seen before, but has a podcast with Mark Marion. He's super funny. I'm really glad to be able to meet him and see him. Uh, so he was his feature. And uh, so, so then the then the dude Kenny, who um, who was the security guy, and everything just came up to me, and he was like, "Oh, so you guys want to start the show?" I'm like, yeah, I guess we'll do that. <laughs> so we yeah, go, time. and then so um, so there's this. So we're on the left hand side of the stage, and they just have a curtain blocking us from the normal people. You know, they don't want us near the audience <laughs> oh they had a curtain right there have this little area with a couple of couches and a tv that was showing the stage and then the stage right there so like the couches wow. were like 10 15 10 15 feet from the stage and the steps that walk up and and then nate goes up and does awesome um i go up um i i don't know how i'm doing a little bit it felt super weird like it was it's it was so i did some material that um I don't know if this is sabotage or not. There's other stuff that I could have done that I feel like would have done better. But I had some personal stuff that I wanted to do that was a little roasty to religion and Christianity, which I knew was a little weird in Idaho and at a rodeo place. But I'm like, I'll be kicking myself if I didn't do it. It's about um, uh, about my kids and it's some stuff that, we, you know, it's, it's supposed to be the core of it is just about being a parent, just weird stuff to deal with. Um, yeah. But, that's, that but it's still like, it, sorry, but that sounds like that would be good for a Bill Burr audience. Yeah, but it does it does touch on religion a little bit and some of them went silent for some of that. But then like my final line when it hit, like I could feel the roaring up top and everything. And then friends later were telling me, and even not friends, people like had no reason to lie, I told other people too, like I did fine. I definitely didn't like murder, but you know, uh did good and, and just some of the people up front and I just had a weird energy, and that's kind of how they were for some of the show anyway, and, and, you know, before Bill got them in. Oh um, wow. But it was weird because you walk off stage and like I almost feel like I'm like I'm taking something away from when I'm telling a comic like that. It wasn't just bam, bam, bam. It lasts the entire time and roaring and the energy was feeding me like electricity. I've walked off stages and felt better before. Like, sir. Like, so it was weird. I got a stage. I gave Nate a big hug. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I'm glad we're here and we're doing this. You did great, dude. And he's just soaking in and feeling amazing. And I had my phone in my pocket just recording the audio because we i didn't know like what the expectation was could we because they took phones away from people that were there put them in the yonder pouches you know they lock them up oh, which is yeah, normal, yeah. which is normal for big show i don't mind i i'd seen john mulaney a couple weeks before i'm like great i i'm not i'm gonna live in the moment here and i'm not gonna be able to take your shit out of context and it's not gonna be some asshole um but they didn't do that with our stuff so we were just taking pictures and it was funny like we're sitting back there like nate me bill burr just fucking around on our phones while someone's on stage <laughs> We're just like, like, this is just a show. It was just, it was bananas. It was cool. Wow. So that's, that's he's incredible. Dean's up there just killing. And then at one point, Bill goes um, to, to me and Nate. I'm so glad he did. So he's like, hey guys, uh, let's take the picture now. And we just like, 
you know, because he just knew that's what we wanted to do, but it was awkward. And he also didn't want later to probably have, you know, to do it. He wanted to get in the zone for his stuff and he gets there and it's me, Nate, who's a uh, similar stature as me. And then, and then Bill who's taller than both of us. And then Bill just goes, uh, I should be in the middle. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then we he has a lot the- of experience taking pictures with people. Yeah, he just he's those what he's those he's those what's up. And then we, we got a great picture together. And then um, and then they played the trailer for the movie that he was talking about before. Oh, then it's clicking wow. like, oh, because like that was a big thing that you know that he's that he's promoting. So he's they're playing a trailer on the screen that I'm I'm watching down down below and then on the on the stage so everyone could see it. And then you know, they're promoting the movie. I'm like, oh, that's the thing. And then I'm like, oh, he just wanted to talk about the movie he was making and we were just, I don't know how to react. And I was like, oh, sounds cool. Like we're trying to play cool. Um, and it looks really funny. And uh, and he did a set and he he killed and did awesome. And there were some parts that some of the audience were stereotypical people that you would think live in Idaho when he's talking about stuff about race. I don't want to get too far in a set and like, 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 not that I would give anything away, but you know, his next special, I, I'm is going to be awesome. Yeah. And I was it was blown, blown away just walking him. Like I was sitting in the seat that he was in. So I had the, I literally had the best seat in the house walking and walk back and forth this way where the audience is that way. And I'm like, I'm like, does he see me staring at it? Like, is this weird? I don't, he's, you know, he's a pro. So even if I was, but also, you know, the lights, so you can't see everything the same way. Mm-hmm. And while I was on stage, I could only see, you know, the edges of audience. It was similar to zoom in a lot of ways. Cause it was just mm-hmm. like, a vast open space and you kind of just feel the air you feel that you're there but also almost like in a dream when you're like flying or something like you kind of just feel a little different but also the timing of everything next time i get that opportunity that will be better because i had in my brain just talk normal speed stuff's going to bounce back and forth how it should take the time to slow down and speak because i'd speak too fast anyway but but don't go extra posy like a shitty zoom which is what I ended up doing. And Nate, I mean, not shit on Nate, but like both of us, you know, we talked and then we waited a little more. You can, you can kind of tell. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, it was like, you know, some of it was like, okay, waiting for the feedback or whatever. Uh, but later I listened to my recording like, oh, all right. Those are the things that hit. And then especially the final line before I, they didn't know I was getting off stage yet, but like I was, my final line, I think it's very funny. Just, just went around and just gave that energy. Oh, um, wow. And it was super fun. And then at one point, uh, Kenny, the tour guy, was like, hey, uh, when Bill, Bill's on stage, he's like, hey, when Bill's done, if he does want you to go on stage, he'll just he'll say so. So I'm like getting my phone ready because I've seen him do like little clips and, you know, comics will do that and big shows and take pictures of the whole audience, all that kind of shit. But then like yeah. he just he was done when he's off stage. He's like, I'm fucking out of here. Went to his <laughs> room. And that was the last I uh, saw him. But then that night, um, went out and hung out with a bunch of local comics, which was really fun because I felt like it was a team effort. We just happened to be the ones in the game that night or whatever. I got the like, call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And the other, and it turns, you know, a lot of the comics that were local were in the audience also, and that was really oh, fun. Nice. I, I hadn't, I hadn't realized that. I knew there would be some, but I just, I, it didn't all connect to my brain until we were hanging out at a bar afterwards, just having a great time. And then I'm like pacing back and forth and, and separate a little bit. One of the guys is like, hey, are you OK? You look like you got like bad news or something was weird. Like I listen to a voicemail. Someone, you know, got, died or something. But he's like, I'm like, no, I'm listening to the audio. He's like, what? And then I start letting that I'm hearing the parts that I really I'm like, oh, shit. No, that one. OK, that was pretty good, actually. Holy shit. Because a lot of times it's just different yeah. when you're as you know, when you get off stage, it it you're you're usually you're oftentimes wrong about how things went. 
Um, but then I go back. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I had ruined, like, I was like, dude, just enjoy this shit. Don't go fucking being a dumbass, like ruining your fun by like nitpicking your shit. Just fucking have it. You did this yeah. thing. Have a good time. And then I did tomorrow. Yeah. And, <laughs> you then, know? Uh, and then 2 a.m. I, I, I DM Bill. I was at home. I was like, just thanks and all this stuff. And then a couple weeks later and this Monday, he sent me a message and was just like, thanks for doing the show, Nico. I'm like, oh, just. You can say it to anybody, whatever, but like it just felt good. And then I replied yeah. um, about the local comedy scene and how he did help inspire a lot of stuff because people now, when they come to shows, they've been like, oh, I saw you at, you know, Bill Burr's show or whatever. And then after the show, we were talking to people and inviting them to shows and stuff. So it's, you know, kind of helping spark and get some excitement for our local shows. And he was, you know, saying that's cool and, and happy about that and, you know, talked about venues and stuff. And so sent a couple DMs and I was like, can't wait to see you next time, whether I'm on your show or not. Yeah. So of course, I really hope that he that he hits me up, whether he does or not. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, Even if you're not, though, like, yeah. you probably still get like special perks, special treatment because you know the guy. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I, don't know. I was I was ready to buy tickets to go see Nate when I didn't know. I was like, well, I guess I'm glad that Nate's going on. Well, there goes a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's like I, the cheap suits. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, what you mentioned before that all of you see it as a team group effort, and you know, whoever like that, yeah. goes up, you're still happy for them. It's still yeah. a win for your comedy community. And yeah. That's so oh yeah. Important. And on top of that, you went to bat for your friend, and you ended up getting a reward for it. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I'm, I was happy that that worked out that way and yeah like it was fun we go into the bar and i didn't realize how many this felt really awesome i didn't realize how many of the comics were gonna be there so i don't know if you, your guys' areas any different uh all the comedy except for one show happens uh most mostly all the comedy except for one show happens in boys it's half an hour away so i'm driving an hour round trip might not sound like a lot in california but you know doing every show and open mic when i'm going to everyone else's town and there's only a couple people in my town that live there but this was actually in my town so people like, so I knew that an Uber was oh, going to be yeah. more expensive back to town. So people actually went to it and I just felt it was nice. Like people were like investing their time and energy and money. Cause it was, you know, 30, $40 Uber back home, you know, yeah. back, back to their town. And we just walk in and like, people are cheering. Like we're like a local team that won some fucking thing. Right. That's how it felt. And this isn't a bragging thing either. It just felt so nice and lovey and warm yeah. and just yeah. hugging everybody Absolutely. and getting the, and right when it was fresh, getting to tell everybody all those fun stories. I just told you guys about it. Just like all these fun little things and having drinks and taking pictures and hanging out. And, um, and, uh, and I, you know, got done up a little bit, you know, I went and bought, bought, you know, got a different outfit just rather than my normal t-shirt and jeans. I do it most mics and stuff. <laughs> and, um, so it was just, it was just fun one out and, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, how uh, how big was the venue approximately? Like, how many people were there? Well, I'd have to guess, but there's exactly enough seats for twelve thousand two hundred people if it's full. The way they have it uh, set up, though, I I want to say about probably about eight ish thousand capacity, and people have told me there's about nine thousand people there. Wow. That's amazing. That's incredible. That's Congratulations. A, that's a lot man. of people. Thanks. Yeah. There's a lot of people to get to to get to see your face and and hear you tell jokes. There's that's a lot of people wonderful. to hear potato, 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 potato. <laughs> I would imagine see, you don't do that there though, because that was that was a set I was gonna do. When I do that in Idaho, <laughs> I flip it around and then I roast Portland a little bit. When I do it like in Portland, <laughs> which is where I do a lot of my shows, I roast Idaho. I just just flip a couple lines around. And I don't really care. I love both areas, but both people want to. Kind of shit on each other a little bit, and <laughs> I'll feed it into that. 
Yeah. I was actually, that was a set that I was thinking of doing that I think would have done a lot better or at least done better and just not as divisive. But I was like, if I, if I did that and didn't do well, I'd be like, damn it. I didn't even do the material I wanted to do. And it didn't yeah, go you well. Wondered, but if I would have wondered, if but if I did it and do well, I'd be like, that feels great. But fuck, what if I had done this other one? I, and I could have shared this thing, which I think is my best stuff. Um, so uh, I got to do that. And um, <laughs> so after the after the show, we went to go wait for an Uber, like outside this gas station. A lot of people were there were walking by. So a lot of people were had been at the show. were like saying hi to us and stuff like at hotels. were walking by. Yeah. So it's just a fun good thing. Set. Hey, good set. I saw you on stage. Yep. Ex- yeah, that kind of stuff. And then we're standing outside. We're, we're drinking beers and. And waiting for Uber, it's having a great time. This guy's coming up to to Nate, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool! You were on this. You guys just locals." We're explaining like, you know, where we do shows. Like, that's so cool. You did awesome. This is so great. And then he goes, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm taking up your time. Like, ex- I will cancel all my plans. I will ghost my friend. I will cancel this Uber right now. This is why we we don't. There's way easier ways to not make money than do comedy. Like, this is why we do this. You were feeding that thing in our soul." Um, I didn't go to exactly that, but it was, <laughs> I was like, nah, dude, we're good. But then some lady shouted at me and I'm working on a bit about this and I didn't hear what she shouted and she took off in the story in the bit. I'm, I say it a little differently to make me seem funnier than I am. Um, and then she shouted out something. I was like, what? So apparently she shouted like, I'm a Christian and oh, then slammed dang. the door. <laughs> oh, because you touched on religion. Yeah. Yeah. The whole bit. Okay. So the bits about my 13 year old son had a little bit of time where he, so we're pagan household. Um, and I know you guys also see me do jokes about that. My wife beat a witch, all that stuff. And the, the, the core of this is my son he's 13 is like, Hey, uh, I'm going to be Christian. I'm Christian now. That's how I, and we're like, Oh shit. And then when he told me that I thought like, well, okay, this is something to figure out. I don't want to like push him away and like, yeah. you know, you squeeze on to, you know, everyone's got to learn, do their stuff. But also I'm like, fuck, this is going to be really funny. This is really a, like, a, this is going to be a fun, fun set to, to write about. <laughs> um, so, so I wrote the set about it and, uh, and, and I've been working on it since right after that, those tweets actually, because that, that set started in June and it just, I just developed it and, and it's my favorite thing to do. And, um, and now I have more material about it because now I have material about people shit, you know, yeah. yelling at me about it. And then <laughs> what? And I get to rewrite reality and be like, you know what? It would have been funny if I had said and get to pretend like I said that and say it on stage because fuck it. We're just, you know, yeah. who cares? <laughs> we're just saying stuff. Um, so, so interesting because I feel yeah. like uh, a lot of people don't realize that um, Christianity mirrors a lot of like pagan stuff. Yeah. Very covert so it's it'll the same be interesting. shit. It's just, just the next chapter. Same shit. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, and I don't even, I don't even care enough to like argue or debate it with people. But yeah. like, it, but it's really, yeah, that's what it is. Every single, yeah. every, oh, just about a hundred percent of the you know things for Christmas are taken very specifically from pagans to yeah. assimilate and whatever. And like, whatever that happened, that sucks. <laughs> we're, that's a, I want to say that sucks. Like, it's it's what happened. It's factual. Um, but we, you know, we still celebrate Yule and Christmas. Yeah, you know, it's fun. Who gives it like same? It's all about love and good time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. That's awesome, man. Congratulations on that. Plus, it's Thanks. so it's so good that you. I know that you know your tried and true material, but you tried to be uh, a little bit more brave and do something that you know you didn't know if it was gonna work. Yeah, and that's yeah. super brave, especially with such a big venue. It does with yeah. a big star that you're <laughs> you're in front of. That's brave. That's some shit right there. It is. It does oh. take a lot of guts for you to do to deviate off of your trend nice i appreciate that it felt pretty well i told you how it felt i say it felt pretty it feels good now being like hey i i did that and i've been at other shows you know several open mics and then other you know book shows where people come up to me afterwards and be like hey i saw you at the burr show and there it's just exciting like as an audience member i'd be excited too i'm like oh our local got to was there so like i'm gonna be more excited about comedy and whatever's going on if i yeah know know that kind of shit right and especially if you're like a like you said local comedy fan because if bill burr's invested in this guy then i probably should be too yeah that's cool too yeah like yeah that's fun it's weird because it has helped me in certain things like that i think uh, a couple of podcasts that just happened to message me a little um you know sooner because of i mean you and i were you know we were already talking about doing stuff it's just was good timing and i don't like i think it's kind of but like you know i reach out to different scenes when i'm gonna travel there um mm-hmm. and some bookers just happen to reply all of a sudden after. oh, oh nice. interesting i had already you know locked some stuff in with a lot of people so much shit on anybody by any means if i was a booker you know similar thing it would yeah if, it would remind right. me if mm-hmm. i saw this on somebody's feed yep a picture and i'm glad nate was there to take pictures and i took some pictures for him so i get you got a great shot of like a bunch of audience from the side of the stage um and you know that got a, you know that that'll remind somebody of something i still send yeah. my you know send my tape to any booker i'm reaching out to but yeah. yeah, you'd probably even get more bookings if you change your name to Nico Berlukov. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> probably would. He'd be like this at some point. He'd be like this fucking guy. Like, is this Bill Burr's son? What's happening here? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hey, so uh, let's let's change the gear a little bit. Let's go back sure. back in time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy because we met you on Zoom during the pandemic. But <laughs> yeah. uh, you are from the same place we're from. You're from San Jose. Um, yeah, how, yeah. Uh, what was it like for you growing up, and how how old were you? Because I know you left, I think, as a teenager, right? Yeah. So I was. Um, so I was a week after my 16th birthday is when I got shipped off to. I talk about it a bit, but I don't talk about the details of where I went because I haven't figured out the material yet. But I got like the whole bit about getting busted in high school selling weed because you're not supposed to do that there and all this stuff. Like like a core set that I had worked on a lot on your guys' thing. Yeah. Right. Um, this is what happened. So I got kicked out of high school. So I haven't lived at homes, you know, lived there since then. I got sent to live in the woods. I lived in Samoa. I ended up in Oregon. And then that's where I ended up meeting my wife shortly after getting out of those programs. Wow. That's pretty crazy. What do you mean by the woods? Was the wood before so, Samoa? Yeah. So um like here's a tent. Name, it, but that would have been nice, actually. <laughs> they gave us a tent. Um, it was more like here's a, here's a tarp. Oh and wow. you can wrap it that around. was in the woods. Yeah, yeah. So it was called the names they give these places are fucking insane. This was called Aspen Achievement Academy. What's that sound like? Boarding school, some kind of right, right? Yeah. Some shit. I mean, no. if it's academy, it's a it's a rehab, and it says academy. Yeah, that's silly. So <laughs> they uh, they so was, I was there for eight weeks. And that was the normal length of stay for people there, and they um, you know took you to like a a building that wasn't huge to like get get supplies or whatever. 
and they just, you know, you lose literally every physical thing you have, new clothes, new you know, everything. Here's here's a paper bag of food, but not telling me how long it's going to has to last me. Oh, wow. And then we get in a truck and we get I get dropped off with a group in uh, Capitol Reef National Forest near Loa, Utah. And they're like, this is this is, you know, this is where you go. And uh, all I really knew is that it's supposed to be about eight weeks. And what I was told was that in eight weeks. I would come home and then be on probation again because I was I failed my uh, probation. You're not apparently eight drug tests in one month is too many to fail. <laughs> oh, dang. And uh, yeah, I can see that. And and the joke, the line I talk about is like how they weren't grading me on a curve because I had passed like way more before it because I, I was not that I was supposed to because I did stuff with my test to pass. Um but then, uh, but the, yeah, there was either, I, cause I thought it was either going to go, go get locked up because I'd been to a juvie for a few weeks, uh, when I got in busted and then was out of probation. So they said either, you know, go back to go to the boys ranch, kind of like a, you know, upgrade of juvie for 90 days or go to this program for eight weeks, which I knew was going to cost my parents money. And either way, at the end of either one, I would get on six months probation again, uh, is what I was told. And, uh, and then I just was gone until I was, um, almost 19. Wow. pretty much yeah i think i was 19 actually i could turn 19 in the program I mean, it was a little over three years for the whole the whole process but uh ended up you know we made packs every day with our like we'd make our tents or whatever or um i forget what it was called something else that we called it but basically we have a tarp and we'd have rope that we would just tie up and you know build our little wow. yeah shelter that's what it was yes yeah, they called it and then we did it we did have sleeping bags and like one little pad and and um and a bottom tarp for the floor and oh, wow that's wow. insane then, is it dang then, was there animals like was it dangerous oh my gosh no i mean i didn't see i guess it's Utah. I saw some animals, no, animals but it wasn't dangerous yeah um <laughs> there's yeah i don't i don't think it was dangerous i don't know i mean not that i'm aware of um and then eventually they 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 bring you more into the group where it's like at first they don't tell you how long you can't talk to anybody for Oh man! Um, and you Whoa. can't be with the group that's like starting a the like a fire, and you can get in trouble, like a fire to to eat, not to just burn down the woods. Right. Uh, but eventually, you progress to get into like now you're doing this, and then you had to like make a make a flame for five nights in a row that somebody could see with the bow drill that you made, um, be to eat hot. Once you're like, I'm committing to learning how to make the fire every night. I have to go bust the flame, make a flame that they could see and verify, and then you could eat hot on the actual fire. With the rest of the group and then you get your fire um, merit badge yeah <laughs> pretty much wow and then um and then eventually um i thought i was going home and then got a letter that i wasn't and, and so would you did you go from there straight from utah to samoa yeah well there was was there a couple of days i think there was a little bit of yeah there was a few days in between i'm sure some of the stuff i also kind of blocked out yeah um, there was a few yeah. days in between it was funny because all our food in the woods was from western family and i thought that was just the brand that just made food for kids in the woods like i didn't know oh, and then wow. we went and then we went to and then i stayed with my parents um in a in a cabin for a couple of days before i went to samoa i'm like oh shit this is at the store this is like at the store too like I'm like, oh, this place must be where they buy all this stuff. I'm like, no, it's just the brand that people have at a store. <laughs> That's popular in, in that area specifically. Um, oh, and then, and then, yeah, and then I went to Samoa. And then I thought I was going home after that. It's a sad story. I tell my, I, I talked to my wife a little bit about it. And I, she, I, I didn't even realize till recently, like, 
this is a sad story. You're like bumming people. Not like that's just being mean, like bum people. I just meant like, like in my brain, it's a it's a kind of weird story, but it's like interesting and it's not like a sob story necessarily. Yeah. But then I realized, oh, it probably is kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it's, yeah, it's really interesting though. I wanted, I mean, I've known you going what two almost three years now, and yeah. I've been wanting to ask you like life yeah, about please. life in Samoa. I wanted to ask that for a long time. So yeah. um, if it doesn't make you too sad, tell us about life. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was neat. It was, it's a beautiful fucking place, man. It was, it was, it's gorgeous. It's a, it's, it's a third world country, but it's a, you know, it's a tropical paradise. And it was, it's interesting because you meet people like in the village and stuff and they know there's a couple of programs on the Island. Like you're, if you, if you look, if you're white, you were there because, um, uh, yeah, you're, crazy. you're part, yeah, you're part of a German yeah. family that owns a lot of the Island. Okay. Uh, which I wasn't. You were a part of the. You were there for the Peace Corps. Was not there for that. <laughs> or you were there, and people had different views on the morality or just who you were. Of like, you were a kid that probably got in trouble, and whose parents have money. That's so they. You know that isn't necessarily a positive view right. um, for somebody to have. But it was. You know, um, there was definitely much. Not that it's important, but there were like much wealthier families of kids that were there. So that was part of the whole thing, a little bit of guilt I felt too, that like it was costing my parents so much money. They fucking decided to do it, but that's, but still. Um, and, uh, and, and it was, it was wild. We had, um, we slept on these uh, grass mats that were like really thin, like those woven mats you might see like at, you know, huts or whatever. Oh, man. So, but we did have rooms with a closed door, but it was like a very small, you know, here's your, here's, here's the bathroom. Like you might have a dresser, but it's mostly like you're, you know, you just have your suitcase that you came there with. And, you know, it's a bunch of being a slob, bunch of slobby dudes. I was like, okay, fine. We'll just open our suitcase and fucking live out of that. That's who cares or whatever. And then you had a pillow and a blanket. But as you progressed in time there, you kind of like leveled up internally, not as that the program, there were levels in that too, but just kind of in the, in the, I don't say status of your, but people have been there for a lot longer, you know, like, oh, they got a couple of pillows and some blankets because so-and-so graduated and gave it to them and nobody oh, like took yeah. them away yet. You know, that kind of shit, which I, I imagine stuff like similar probably in jail where like people mm -hmm. just, yeah. you know, you end up getting stuff mm -hmm. like that. And um, like Nico gave me his apple. Yeah. 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 <laughs> shit like that. I sold battery. I've always had, I'm always thinking as whatever business thing to do. My parents would send batteries and there, there, there was, you know, I sold those and other you know, things. No mom, send me cigarettes. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and there were kids that smoked i didn't i didn't smoke i smoked weed there once and that's one of my lines is the worst weed i ever smoked was in rehab and it's about there because this kid did share me share weed with me and i smoked like a bowl and i was like this didn't do anything and then oh, wow. the joke is that i had we had mac and cheese for dinner and somehow it tasted bad i'm like that's got to be the worst weed if like mac and cheese didn't feel didn't taste good <laughs> I felt I felt a little bit from it. Like I knew it wasn't just it wasn't just fake weed. It was just a not good weed. Um, but yeah, it was majority. That's why that's that's why <laughs> that's why that's yeah. why they send you for rehab so you can't relapse. Yeah. Even <laughs> yeah, if like, you tried. We know all, and like what I said before on Zoom, I'll be like, I'm not trying to talk shit about Samoan weed. I'm sure they have great weed. Just what I like. I didn't want to like. Yeah. insult their weed <laughs> they probably have pretty good stuff that's just not what i'd had and you know how to find it and where to find it yeah yeah somebody had it and not yeah, in rehab it on. <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't seek it out as like a lot of people did and they snuck it in and did all this shit and it was just weird there was a one time there was a i mean i guess there's nothing no such thing called kind of a riot there there was where some of the guys just uh were like we're gonna break some windows and try to like 
somehow break out of this place. I'm like, you're not going anywhere. And then right. so there was a swim? day of, uh, yeah, right. It's like, where are you going to go? And then, <laughs> like, they're going to find you, yeah. you know? And then, but, you know, but I was, I was with there with like folks who like, like sold Coke for the fucking like New York families. I was That's there with kids I who did oh, all kinds of crazy shit. And they were, were wild. Just like, and they're like, weed. I know, just selling weed. And I you're know, like the worst it's, ever. it's, and it's, and it's such a lame thing too, because it's like, I'm here for weed. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, yeah, it's not it's cool. Like going to jail, it's like going to jail for weed, you know? Everybody's like, exactly. And yeah, especially nowadays, like, what? You can just, <laughs> that's just legal now. <laughs> right. Fucking lunatic. Did and, you, were uh, you a delinquent or do you, were you just selling weed? So I, and I wasn't even like a big dealer or anything. I just would buy an eighth and break it up and I'd end up smoking too much to make a profit. <laughs> so you're just anyway. like little, little portions. Yes. Very small <laughs> oh amounts. Very like, small amounts. Nico like I, I, for selling I, nickel sacks. I wasn't, it was not cool at all. Like it does not, it sounds way cooler. Not that it sounds cool. I just mean like it wasn't, it wasn't big time at all. And then, um, but yeah, small amounts. But yeah, I smoked weed all the time for since I'd first gotten high when I was, it was like um, the year prior to, when I was 15 and I was just like, I just, this is just how I want to feel all the time. So I self-medicated and yeah. was still in all the time. And, and so and like, I didn't do any other, you know, harder drugs than that. And there were kids who definitely did and nothing against yeah. them. It's just, yeah, it's just different. Right. So I made some, you know, I think we're pretty good friends at the time that uh, not really, I stay in touch with anymore though, but um, yeah, it was weird. But I, I, I don't think that parents consider that when they ship you off to like a rehab that you're going to be yeah. around a bunch of people who've done worse offenses and yeah. they're going to befriend those people. Right. Like when I got out of the woods, I just had a business model. I was going to I was going to connect with a guy that I was going to buy pounds through. And I was like, OK, this is why I go direct to customer. Do I do distribution? All these, you know, plots and math that I was figuring out. But when I came back from Samoa, I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. I, I didn't really. I, that was kind of over that. Um, you know, I was there for 16 months. At one oh, point, man. I thought I was leaving. Almost a year one and point, a half. Yeah. At one point, I, I thought I was leaving. I was, like, making a plan. They have you, like, plan out your first 30 days back home. You don't know what the fuck you're going to do, but you're supposed to plan it out hour by hour. And they're like, oh, all those places you said you want to hang out, that's where people sell drugs. I'm like, what do you want me to say I'm going to do? Like, <laughs> I'm going to hang out. I'm going to go to a bowling alley. I'm going to go to a movie. I'm going to go to a park and hang out maybe. Like, like yeah. <laughs> people sell drugs everywhere like even at the library <laughs> yeah so and then and then and then i was told that i was going to another place that was in oregon the, the irony of that was that part of the reasoning behind that i was communicated was that i was in such a fucking crazy place that I had to like get reintroduced back to like society Whoa. which kind of looks like i probably need still need to have that again yeah. <laughs> but out um, of reintroduction class so, but then, but then I, Iron, like, you fucking sent me there. I mean, it didn't change the fact that I was there, but like, there was, there was a, per, there's an educational consultant that, to, in my view, is a commission salesperson who had reason, monetary benefit yeah. to yeah. Um, encourage totally. the continuation of this process. And my, you know, I'm being a parent now. I look back, my, you know, my parent, like, people ask, well, like, what is your relationship with your parents now? And it's fine. It's just as fine as it's going to be, you know, and, and, 
you do the things you do and I'm sure I'm doing shit that my kids later are going to be like, what the fuck? That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they gave me good material and I ended up meeting my wife shortly after the programs and because um, of the programs really. Yeah. And I, I think like cosmically, I think we still would have met, but um, yeah, that's, that's highly possible. But so uh, you were bouncing around from Utah to Samoa to Oregon. Were your yeah. parents in San Jose the whole time? Yeah. Wow. Are they still there now? Yeah. No, they're in San Marcos now. Okay, okay. Um, they, they sold their house, gosh, I don't remember how many years ago now, 15 to 20 years, somewhere around there, Dang. and then moved move there, um, moved to San Marcos, and I've been there a few times, but not a ton, but I don't really go back. Is that in Southern California? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, by, it's, okay. it's basically San Diego, okay. River, right, right by San Diego. Nice. I always, people always think, I'm, like I said, people always think that I know other places in Idaho, too. They'll like name little towns with like, fucking hiking they've done i'm like i don't know what that is it's probably like right by me and i just don't care yeah i always tell people that northern california and southern california are pretty much two different states yep completely different yeah yeah Yeah, definitely we don't get along with those people i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) you got what's your name paula maddox up there oh yeah super north super northern super northern california um how did you go from you know the rehab situation um, to starting to wanting to do comedy. It's funny because when I told my sister I was doing comedy, she was like confused. And I talked to her more about it when I was trying to I was trying to work a joke. She's like, you're not funny. Oh my God, why do they always say that? She I didn't say like, why you're not funny. And I'm like, she didn't even say it might have been those exact words, but that's basically what she was saying. I don't even fault her for it. It was just, it was just like, you know, we didn't because I was doing a joke, because you know the joke I do about um kind of having not a lot of humor growing up yeah 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 um I the was only like, uh, I roast her. you had were brisket yeah mm, brisket. <laughs> i think that's funny not everybody in it at an audience in an audience does i need it when i work on that one um but yeah so so i so to work that one i was i called my sister because i i know i block stuff out from growing up a little bit so i was like what well, my dad had bipolar and was undiagnosed until i left wasn't like a physically abusive household, but it was, there was definitely a lot of chaos. And uh, my sister went one way of like great grades, you know, extracurricular stuff. I went the other way where I would get like praised if I was passing a class eventually. Mm. Um, when I got to the point where I didn't care about school or whatever. So, but you're asking about um, the company. So when I, when I, when I asked her about that bit, cause I'm like, is this accurate? She's like, yeah, you're right. There wasn't a whole lot of laughter going on. Um, so my parents, they actually watched the first book show I ever did. And that was on zoom. That was with flappers. And I, and I taught, it was actually, I'd say it's brought us closer together. Um, We just, did we just get an internet dip? Yeah. That was weird. Did you see that? No, I don't know what happened. It it got a little choppy and I could tell from your facial expression, something wasn't connecting, not just with my words, but with something blurry out of nowhere. Really? I didn't notice. Anyway. you're good now though yeah, yeah check no, your glasses good. sam <laughs> apparently uh-huh. I um, the internet bill too. and the internet <laughs> goes in and out and with the kids at school <laughs> <laughs> what was that oh uh, just with the with the kids home from school i mean the internet you know a lot of people are using it right now so oh same yep yep same. yeah i'll be like i once i was about to do a vr show which is way harder than harder than a zoom show got the headset on 
I was about to go on and then I realized the internet had just died. I'm like, what the <gasps> fuck? And I'm yelling at my kids because they were down. They right at that moment, they were downloading some big game. Uh, like, yelling at the kids dressed like Judge Dredd. <laughs> right now. Yeah, right now. Pause that. Come back in. That's the kind of shit we dealt with during this time. But um, the, the Flapper is Zoom. It was a book show, you know, unpaid, you know, showcase uh, like they were. But I was doing five minutes. And to me, that was like, a you know, on a on a club show thing and yeah. that was a big deal me at the time it was my first time doing that and i actually saw them watching their faces and i do that set because like i didn't expect them to be there and my at the time my five minutes was talking about getting sent away right yeah um, oh, and wow. then i even do a line like growing up in the household no laughter and everything yep yep yeah so that part i didn't have yet and that's really the only oh, line okay. i feel bad honestly it's the only line i feel bad about where i I don't know if they're going to watch this, but that's the line. If I see them on a zoom, I don't do. Cause like that's <laughs> talk about, it's like me, like, you, I don't know. It's like talk about you sent me away and these things happened, but like saying that you didn't have jokes in your house. That's really hurtful. <laughs> you know? Your dad's like, I, I told jokes. I told jokes. I told jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember. And it's funnier that if that's not the case, whether it's true or not, it's funnier if it's yeah. not. Um, but but the part where I talk about how my parents, um, I was really fortunate. My parents hired a really good Jewish lawyer um, to get me out of juvie. And like I'm watching their faces during this. Oh, my God. Oh, I love your I love your uh, your little impression of the Jewish lawyer, too. Oh, yeah. We're just let my people go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Not everybody does, but I like it because it's you know, all the movies with little people go and shit. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, but then, but then getting to see their faces, and, and then I, and then I was like, "Thanks, mom and dad, for that." When I, I'd address them during the show, um, <laughs> for for getting the lawyer, and you know, shit that we all dealt with, you know. And yeah. um, so it's talking, and it's brought us closer. So, like my sister and I will talk. I've talked more about that period of time. There were some. It was interesting because there's, I kind of forgot about this. There were some misconceptions she had about me when I got sent away and her views and her thoughts and some guilt feelings and that shouldn't, that, that not shouldn't, but like were things that I talked, you know, we talked about things that were like that hadn't been communicated before. And, and, and they're proud of me. You know, it's a cool thing. I mean, this is all, this is a weird thing that we do and um, it's not easy. And, uh, some people with some people we just have that little thing that says this is what you have to do to fill that thing and we do it um yeah. so it's been pretty neat and they'll they'll pop on the zooms that i'm on um, it gets kind of weird because because as you know my sets they're not really dirty but that's not the case for everybody so when you're watching your fucking oh. parents' faces <laughs> while someone's talking about anything you're like ah shit Wow. <laughs> I can just turn the screen off real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the same thing for me. Like when I would invite people to Zooms and stuff, they're like, oh, can I watch it with my kids? And I go, well, I I'm can. not very dirty, but I can't control the content of other comics. Yeah. Yeah. You just shouldn't have. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's an adult thing. I've taken my kids. I took my kids recently to see Chad Daniels. Um, and they moved us to the back. So we weren't in the front. <laughs> <You know? laughs> to throw them off. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, not even just that, just like people around, like it would have been weird, but it's funny because I was in the back and I got to, you know, they got to watch one of my favorite comedians. And then he did like a, you know, shake hands picture thing at the end. Oh, so, nice. you know, and I the, like my, you know, the people that were featuring and hosting were friends that I've, you know, worked with because, you know, I'm a comic, you know, here. And um, so it was pretty cool. So I got to tell them that that was our their first 
experience going to see comedy and I've seen I've shown them clips. Um, I've actually been working on material about showing about telling my son about that bit. So <laughs> the story of me telling him that I was doing it on stage, that I've been doing it on stage for like five months before I told him about it. <laughs> like that's material in the talk and how we connected on that. So we got to have that moment. And then like afterwards I took him to IHOP. Like after so I didn't do it so like on the Chidano show, but like just you know, just talking comedy and they, they watched and they know, you know, it's important to me. And, and they had a great time, um, obviously at the show. And then afterwards took them to IHOP and, you know, so they had like late night food and stuff. So they got to have a fun, they still haven't gone and see me do live comedy and, and, you know, they will at some point, but you know, I showing them clips and stuff. Cause usually it's not yeah. stuff yeah. that they don't, they don't need to see the, 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 the weed stuff. But the other stuff, you know, eventually, you know, when they're they will at some point and they know about they know that about me, like they know that part of my life and they're getting close to that age that all that kind of stuff happened. Um, yeah. But wow. Yeah. Wow. That's what crazy, trip, dude. I, that's I, I've said it before, but um, I know that you touched points on a lot of like the different events that happened in your life. But quite honestly, I feel like if you really like got into those events and and picked and pulled really like meticulously i would say you could have like a total fucking half hour to an hour just right there just done Thanks. done and yeah, that's just I, your past <laughs> honestly that's i pre that that was my that was my first that was my first time getting on stage was like i need this is weird and interesting most people haven't experienced this it's fucking bizarre and I need to talk about this. So yeah. I did. That was my first set. I was fortunate. I was like at a good hot club at Helium Comedy Club in Portland. Amazing crowd. Most open mics, you know, as you know, it was just 10 comics at a bar talking to each other, you know, trading off the microphone, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And I and I tell people that because I'm like, that's most of it. But this was like a club. People paid a few bucks to get in and, yeah. you know, the committed to probably. a date night. Yeah. So I, I want to like... So I was, it was the host. He's Shane Brennan, who recently uh, this year won uh, Portland's Funniest uh, Person. Oh, that's cool. He was hosting. Adam Posse had just won that a few days before. I didn't really know what that meant. Like, I don't know what the competition was. But so Shane was hosting. And then another comic was up. And then it was me. So then I got to do my set and just enjoy watching everybody else. Wow. And then at the end, the host. Or no, so Adam. Oh, so I do mention getting sent away, but I don't say where because it was one of those things where it's like I feel like if you once you dip your toe in that, you gotta address it. And if you don't have something funny to say about it, then why bring it up? Yep. Um, and that's the hard part, as you know, about doing comedy. You're like, I want to talk about this thing, but I gotta find these things have to be present to make it worth. Like, like the the reward for finding the jokes is getting to talk about it. Hell is yeah. my opinion. It's the way I like to view it. And um, so, but I got off stage and, and, and I met Adam at the bar and he, so he's half Samoan and he talks about that. And then I go, Oh dude, that's awesome. I love seeing you. Great job. And I said, hi, and introduced myself. Then I was like, so um, I actually, the place I talked about, cause he had watched my set and made said some, you know, nice things and gave some constructive feedback on it. And then he's like, which is awesome. I was super happy about that. And I showed him a tattoo I've got on my leg from that. I got when I came back from Samoa 
that was based on some art that I got in Samoa. So I didn't like get the tattoo uh -huh. there, which some people did. But then I was like, oh, dude, check this out. I live in Samoa. That's really cool that you are Samoa. And he's like, dude, he's like, I've never been there. You're more Samoan than me. And then, <laughs> and then we laughed and connected. And then he goes, hey, I'll see you guys later. Because I was there with some customers that I met that day that I invited to an open mic the first time. And so for my day job, customers that I was working with. Um, and then... So Adam leaves and he's like, I'll see you guys later. I'm like, I'm never going to see him again. And that's fine. That was a nice way to part. But then he comes back. He's like, you guys want to go to another open mic? I'm like, Ooh. what? That's a thing? <laughs> you can do that? And at this point, I had had some beverages. Oh, boy. Ooh. But I had somebody who drove me and like I was, you know, I was coherent. I was just like, I just definitely was not 100% sober, which I had been doing my first set. And then I went up and at this, you know, a normal open mic, you know, like I just described. So it was, yeah. so it was like some of the best comedians we had just seen some comics who hadn't been on the list because the locals don't always get on, but being traveling gives priority, gets priority and putting that out, it was the first time doing it. Um, so then I went on and, or went up and we were just hanging out and, and hanging out with Adam and other comics there. Shane was there who had hosted all these other people I got to meet. And then, uh, and then they put me up. You know, at the end, asked me if I want to go up, and I did. And then after that, you know, and it went as you'd expect. But eventually, like halfway through my set, I'm like, "Look, guys, I just decided to do this for the first time tonight." And then they were like cheering, like, "Yeah, Nico!" <laughs> wow. So I got the love. And then, and then afterwards, it was kind of a point of like, you know, you know, like, dude, you went up in the pit because like it's just a mic that was known to be really hard. That's no longer going. Rest in peace, uh, lamp in Portland. A lamp. Portland you knows about it. A lamp um big silver moon was hosting and so then afterwards adam was like hey uh do you want to go to this place called the clinton house we just hang out afterwards so it was like the party house of all the, the comics where Whoa. you know after everything so then i was like sure so we just like hung out and drank white claws to like three in the morning and i'm like i gotta go to my hotel i have to work in the morning technic i mean i went to a uh uh i went to a hemp uh a farm tour like i was like okay working whatever like it wasn't like <laughs> i was up early like doing hard shit but i was like i gotta go but this was an amazing experience i got to go in and we're like several comics rent that house and it's just gone through different iterations of different comedians wow so that's so it was cool. like it was a bunch of the comics from that night as also like and like their girlfriends and boyfriends and everybody's hanging out on the porch and just 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 doing it just having a ball i'm like this is amazing i'm gonna do this until I just I can't anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and we've, and we've gotten connected and we've seen each other, you know, different times I'll go to Portland. I was for a work thing in Bend, a different you know area in Oregon and I ended up meeting and hanging out with Adam and some other people. And now he's, you know, looking at some stuff coming to Boise and we're going to put some stuff together. It's funny. Cause even now, like I like, I like helping people just get connected as you know, but yeah. like, cause like if I know somebody that could help you do whatever, like we now, because of zoom, we all, could go to anywhere and say, I know somebody who can get me to somebody, to somebody, 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 even if that person's exactly. not a booker. I mean, that goes all the way back to the Bill Burr thing because yeah. you weren't even trying to go on the show. You were trying to connect Bill Burr with your friend. Yeah. I bet there was something back here that I wasn't thinking of. I was like, guess what, Nico, this will be, this could be a, but like, I'm not front enough to be like conscious of it or really. Yeah. Right. There. But yeah, it was like, no one did this. Fuck yeah. I'm going to tweet at Bill Burr. Who cares? What's going to happen? And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, Oh shit. You know what? I'm gonna see if I can get in there too, and and it right. worked. I'm gonna see if he met me as well. Um, yeah. How how far ahead of the pandemic uh, did this take place? 
uh, going to Portland and, and getting in, in the trenches with these comics for the first time? S- seven months. Okay. So wow. I was still really new. And I think it was just the perfect timing of, I mean, it sounds shitty to say, but the, for, for what transpired to create the group we met in, the timing of my energy level of like, I, I had just gotten a taste enough of live comedy yeah. where I wasn't doing it all the time where like a lot of the comics, you know, who did it all the time hated zoom because it's so different. You don't have yeah, the blah, yeah. blah, blah, energy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I the fucking, I'm not feeding off anything already. I mean, I knew now I know that I was, I just didn't really understand it. But like, I was at the right moment of honestly, night of, I was naive enough. Honestly, yeah, I think it right. was a benefit where I wasn't as jaded you know, as fuck and, this. Because right. actually, you jaded, you've been like, nope, this is gonna be. Because actually, what was going on <laughs> is, yeah, was was I was um even before pandemic, I was like, all right, I want to do comedy when I travel. I don't want to do it at home yet. I just wasn't confident enough yet. I didn't know how Idaho's uh, audience was, and being home, I want to be with my family. Yeah. So when I traveled, it was for work. They paid because me because you're already, you already away from your family at that. Point. Yeah. So it's like I was either like hanging out watching Netflix, or I could go out and because I'm very extroverted. Where I know a lot of comics, you know, only feel that way on stage, but I always do. So like, I just want to get out and and be out there. And this is a way to do that. Like what yeah. more way to just suck all that energy out of you and getting to feed off it and, and do things um, than do comedy. So I had just started doing it. And then I was like, damn, I want to like, I want my friends in other areas. I want to do comedy that they could see and maybe have them do comedy. And I looked into Twitch a little bit. I'm like, how can I still, how can I work it? Like there's an audience where there is a live response. And while all these things are happening, then that bat, closed down all that kind of shit happened and then like oh this is how we do it now yeah we it's crazy this out. it's crazy for us because you said you were seven months in uh we had taken about three and a half to four years off and we were about eight months in uh when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and i oh, feel wow. i honestly feel like if i wasn't doing it in person pre-pandemic like again i wouldn't have done it at all during the pandemic oh so you had taken a break started doing it again yeah, and then you were getting the fire back up. Your fire's getting yeah. Yeah. We started getting momentum. Like, we started getting on shows, and then everything. Then like you took down. us away from me. What the fuck? Yeah, and so oh, if we yeah. weren't if we weren't doing that, and we weren't having that momentum, I probably would not have even trenched into comedy on Zoom. That's a good point. Yeah, it was the right, the timing aligned for a lot of stuff, and I had just seen so Rachel Rothenberg. Uh, when she was out of Salt Lake, she had she was doing uh, you know, she was doing um, her her Zoom mic, and I had seen a comic that I had met in Tacoma, traveling for work. Carol Carol Freeman, she was doing that Zoom, so I was like, I'm gonna watch it. I want to see how this works. Yeah, and then I Dynamite. watched them. Yeah, you're right. And it was before they called. She called it that. I forget. Oh, it was before I, it was named that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know about that yet. Yeah, that was oh, shit. What was the name of it? I don't even, I think it was called something else. I don't remember what it was called. I don't know. um, I think, I think it was before it was called. Before she ran. I think it it was. And then, um, and then she, you know, I was like, I got to figure out how to do this. And like, I got to figure out an angle in my garage. I could, I didn't understand virtual backgrounds yet. And I just had my laptop. Like now I have like a good webcam and, and, uh, you know, just see if I got like mic set up. Oh, that's dope. (sighs) And, that uh, was a this nice is... little cover up right there. <laughs> yeah. the, mic, right? Uh, the mic is behind his beard. If anybody wants, so to... so that cool. so that's oh yeah, we're not so 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 your beard your beard's like a pop filter. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's awesome. 
I thought when I when I trim it sometimes the sound is different. I don't know. <laughs> Just don't shake your head back and forth. No jokes yeah. for you saying no because you'll rub the mic. <laughs> so then that sends it to this little box here. It's plugged into my laptop. And actually, what I do now is I have that plugged into my phone. I'll record sets at a open our open mics, and I'm always oh, thinking of that stuff so that. Cool. I, so what I've been doing is, and I got permission from the person running it. I want to post about this in displays, but you know, sometimes when I, you've been there, so it's <laughs> uh, when I go, you go to te- like suggest something, you don't know if you something you really want to suggest, or you know, you're going to get all kinds of different responses. Um, but basically, yeah. not basically, but I've, I've been recording the open mics that I've been at. And then I will, and this is with the okay of the venue, as uh, um, for five bucks, I'll send a tape to the comic on a Google Drive. I'll upload it, and I'll just cut out their thing and da 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 da. And it's a way to, you know, get paid for going to open mic. It is work, you know. It's hours of doing that stuff, and the equipment was a few hundred bucks, but the quality is really good on the audio. Yeah. And I was sick of like trying to take whenever you, if I whenever I take good video, that's usually a shitty audio spot. Yeah, and it's like, absolutely. if I could have one. Yeah. So what I started doing was I would just record my set in my pocket on my phone, audio on that. And that's all I, that's all I needed. But now I do the video and connect that. So we, so the mics I actually place in the audience. I'll get permission. I'll be like, Hey, is it cool if I help, if I record the show from here or whatever. And if I could tell if it's like awkward, like, you know, I'm good. You know, actually I got it over here. I don't want to make people feel weird yeah. or whatever, but I place it out there. So it picks up good sound and now we we in the scene get to have good clips because yeah. that's you have several mics that are connected to it yeah so so it has so it has this one and there's another one so there's two mics oh wow so i'll place them at different tables and i'll flip them over so like you can't see the blue light so it's just most you know i put them on stage before and i try to put them in a place where it's going to pick up good audio audio when i'm doing like a, a book show uh, a lot of times i'm just I'll, I'll clip this on my shirt and have one in the audience. So at least you got my audio really strong. Cause we're doing a mic. It's moving too fast to yeah. unclip this and move this over here. Uh, but I'll still, when I'm on a book show, I'll usually cut the clips and give them to people. Cause usually that's just a couple of sets. It's not like 25 comics. Um, and then people, you know, I'll just message everybody after the show. You know, a couple of days later, Hey, five bucks again, if you want to vet. And then there's some of the people that will just Venmo me right away. Cause they just know or hand me cash out the thing. Cause they see me recording and just know, like they want to get a copy of their thing. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. Like, it offsets yeah. some costs and it's and it's fun and it and most importantly it helps and and then I always end up getting tape for myself because yeah. you know I know that I'm kind of committed to doing that where I just kind of make things into jobs but it's a fun one and yeah it pays <laughs> enough to cover some Ubers when I go out of town or buy drinks or whatever. It's better than selling um, weed. Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> since the well, government took that business model yeah. away for or at least made a dent. <laughs> well, I don't want to keep you here all day, but I do want to touch on displaced comedians. So let's talk what? about the, the Facebook group displaced comedians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of it? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> we talked for ninety minutes, and I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, and I, I'll, oh shit, yeah, I'll talk forever. Um, yeah, yeah. So what do, you, what do you want to know about that group, Sam? Um, just like how it came about, like how you got the idea to to make. It's funny because you know every little comedy scene, right? Like. Indianapolis, right? Uh, Boise, uh, Sacramento, yeah. New York, all these different comedy scenes and these physical places. Uh, but Displaced Comedians was the, this new thing where it was its own comedy scene and it was not yeah. in a location. It was on the internet. Yeah. And that's, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I don't know if people listen to this might like if, they're, especially if they're not a comic, might not be aware that, yeah, that's, that's how you find out about what's going on in the scene is every scene has 
at least to my knowledge, every scene that I visited has a group. Yeah. And oh, I hate it when people go, with my Hey, what mics for San Diego? It's like, Hey, just go, go join a San Diego. Go to group. this group. <laughs> Don't ask. Exactly. Go join a group. <laughs> so if you're in this place and you ask, we'll say, Here's the group to go to, but I'll yeah. sometimes mention some stuff. Um, so I was in these different different comedy groups because I would travel for my day job. Usually it's in the Northwest, but I had some stuff in California. So I would just, and I was noticing people were posting, Hey, I'm doing a zoom. So I would join those groups. So I used to use bad Slava. Have you guys ever used that? No. Um, that's a, that's a resource. That's that I don't know when last time it was updated and not, you know, I just, I just literally don't know, but it was a website you can go to, to see what mics to go to, like what's in what town here's the feedback. And, and I think it was LJ Ross is his name. He goes by on there. Um, he would put like, if he had actually done the mic, very descriptive. Hey, I went there, got here at this time. This is what happened. I ate this food. That was good. This wasn't as good. I talked to that, like very helpful, specific, actionable intel. So when I'd go to an area, that's a good place to start. Be like, oh, that's where I'm thinking I'm going to go. But, you know, but he always says, call before you haul. Like, don't count. The, and this is was a fear I had with displaced comedians. Don't count this. This is the end all be all. Confirm shit before you make plans. Yeah. Duh. Right. right and yeah. I get it if somebody doesn't sometimes, but like, cause if you think it's the, the thing, but it's like, but I don't want to be, well, I didn't want to give bad information. I was scared of that. So, um, so I don't want to, yeah, waste people's time. Uh, so I'm seeing all these different mics happening and people are like, Oh, we're doing this zoom in, out of Portland, the zoom out of whatever. And I'm like, well, how do we know which, like, we gotta, we gotta be connected. We gotta get together. We gotta have one place people go. And I actually was messaging with Rachel and I was like, dang, someone's got to keep track of this. Cause at the time there's like four or five a week that I knew of turns out to be hundreds later. <laughs> but I was like, well, who, how do we keep track of this to just know what to do? And I was like, you know, I'm thinking of making this group. She, she mentioned like maybe thinking of doing that herself too, at some point, cause she'd been doing it for you know a little longer than I had. And I was like, well, if you don't, I'm going to do it, um, you know, or something. And then she didn't do it. And I later talked to her about it. And she's like, I'm glad that wasn't the, 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 she's glad she didn't. I didn't want to feel like I took something away. She's like, no, don't worry about it. You're good. Yeah. Um, like that's your headache, Nico. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and it, and it did become that in, in ways. So, um, so I was like, all right, we got to start a group. And then a couple, you know, invited every person that asked to be in because I figured if you saw the group, you were a comedian, you wanted to be in the thing. And then, yeah. you know, we had several hundred people and in like in a week or so, I'm like, wow, this is insane. Now we're like 10, about, we, we've tapered off a little bit. We still get a lot of people joining, but about 10,100, 10,200. Yeah, 10, 10, last time I saw. Yeah, and um, it just grew and grew, you know, and that so it was on, I think it was on, I post about everyone's on what's on my personal page. I think it was like um, April, yes, April 2020, where I posted, hey, um, I'm thinking of starting this group to help centralize all this stuff. And then like a week later, hey, I started this group. This is the group. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And then, and then we would just hang out and talk. And then, it would be, and then I, I had one main post of all the mics. Cause I wanted you to need to be in the group to see the information. I wasn't trying yeah. to like gatekeep stuff, but I like, I wanted it to be like, you need to be, it wasn't just going to be a website. Like you gotta be, we're, we're a community. You gotta be in that be community. Part of the community yep. Yeah. To have this. And then I was like, ah, this is just too much of a pain to update this really long post. It was so slow. Like this, the connection and just how long like it was not facebook wasn't designed to make that one post be the end all be all so i made a, a a file on google sheets and tried to tell people where the fuck it was and then i ended up buying the domain just to point to it just because it was easier than you know resharing this link like just go to spacecomedians.com just fucking so look at it. i don't care if you're in the group or not whatever then i would interrogate people like like you guys like hey 
what's the set like something i thought was important how long is the set is it being streamed where's it based out of and people yeah. be like oh it doesn't matter what it's based off it's the internet i'm like well that's a funny cute thing to say and it's true to an extent but you know as you know like a lot of these were based off of other mics so as long as you know there was something in that scene like a lot of that's where that scene was so if one popped up out of new york you're gonna have a lot of people in new york there that yeah. weren't that, that that's new audience for you even though they're all comics most of the time yeah. And I just interrogated people and and got the information and then shared it and tried to try to make an environment of people that try to that are not horrible to each other and keep it kind of about comedy. Like those are yeah. kind of the main my main things. If you're not being a even if you're posting something that's kind of personal, that's outside of it a little bit. I don't mind a lot as long as it's not hurting people. Like that's my main thing um, is people being mean. Which yeah. I was like, is that like, don't be mean. But like, that's my main thing that I, try, <laughs> that I try to do, which I know isn't always successful. We've gone through people getting harassed. We've gotten through people demanding oh, yeah. me and to do things. And people in crisis, they, like, yeah, people in cri so. yeah, it's yeah. just a bizarre thing to try to do. But now it's more live stuff, as you've seen, because people are doing live stuff. So it was yeah. definitely it was definitely the best of the best and the worst of the worst over the years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good a way to name, too. Yeah. It is a perfect name because we were all displaced at the time. Yeah. I was, I had such a fun time. I'm like, what do I call this? And then the picture I've never changed is just, yeah. I don't know how to make art. It was just a, the picture of uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. He's sitting at that bar looking like a lunatic because he is. And it's just, it's just me just drawing with my, with my finger on the yeah. mouse pad, displaced comedians. It's like not professional. It's not, I'm it's like, perfect, I don't want it to be though. professional. It's, it's so perfect though. It's just got to be this silly, goofy, stupid thing. And, <laughs> and then we, then now I know so many awesome people and, and met. And I know a lot of people yeah. have got cool opportunities and they tell me about that. It just warms my heart. It's just makes me happy. Cause I also things that there's things that I also don't know about, you know, cause, cause there are people definitely done a lot more zooms than I have. Cause I've kind of, you know, I don't do them very often because yeah. I'm doing live stuff. And honestly, I didn't have a good family and zoom balance you know mm -hmm. i i hopped in my garage and did zoom times that i probably should have just been inside with the people who i care for the most and um so balancing that out better with because when i was traveling for uh, traveling for work i was traveling for comedy i was traveling for work my boss sees this um uh <laughs> i was already gone anyway like i said so i wasn't like taken away from anything yeah right exactly but when I'm time home, wasn't an option now I'm a lot more now I'm more a lot more picky, you know, about that kind of stuff. Yeah, but no, that makes I, I sense. I feel like it's it's really important to reflect that um, once you saw there was uh, an issue with something, you really worked hard and put a lot of effort into resolving it. And I Appreciate I think that. that's really yeah, it's it's fucking admirable. And I it was a I really appreciate that, Dana, because there were obviously moments as you probably know that like people were like pitchforks and shit like fuck yeah. this oh, person yeah. ruin this and i and people some people might say oh it's just a, fa a facebook group but there it's a big deal to remove somebody from a community yeah, they yeah feel, it doesn't matter we're doing we just happen to be doing comedy which is mm -hmm. brings all these weirdos together but like it could it could have been anything it could be crocheting or whatever the fuck it is everyone's got some thing in yep. community and if someone's being a piece of shit or someone else is saying hey fuck that person kick him out i'm like whoa i don't i'm right. gonna you, you gotta convince me that pretty yeah, hard this let's is look at the facts that's like execution. Like you don't, you don't just do that. And then people giving me shit, like just trust whoever I'm like, turns out seven of the people that told me about X, Y, Z weren't even present for whatever they're saying happened. Yeah. So they didn't even know what happened. So I'm like, fuck you in the face of people that are like mad at me. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to deal with that. 
And I know I made some calls that going back on it, like I wish I had done differently. Shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. put some people in place to be help, help with it. And it no fault to them. It's just, I can't have, it's just gotta be whatever I view as the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, and it's ruined. It's I've started and ruined friendships because of that. And I've been sad. I'm sad for that, but you know, try to learn from it and, and try to make it a positive place that people can find useful. Yeah. And I find it useful myself. Oh man, this story is this story is sadder than the rehab story. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, but who cares, Nico? You're friends with Bill Burr now. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, kind of we went biopic style on this one. We mm. we showed like the big like <laughs> the big <laughs> one at the and then the big tell reveal. Us about your beginning. <laughs> the big reveal yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Do you have any projects or anything you're working on that are coming up that you're excited about? Ooh. So tonight I'm going to be on, I just found out Judah's not going to be on. He usually is. Judah Friedland is usually on this one Zoom that Pratik and uh, yeah, puts on oh, yeah, with Mark bird. Anthony. Yeah, one. yeah. So I'm going to be on that tonight. Judah's oh, unfortunately okay. not going to be there, but I figured with, with the yeah. holiday. But that's pretty fun. Been on that a couple of times. Um, I'm doing, I'm going to be on a competition show in Boise, uh, comic of the year, which I'm really stoked about. Oh, wow. I, I always get mad about competitions and then I get asked to do one. And then I get excited. Like the other ones, <laughs> my anger of the other ones didn't happen. And it's, it's not logical stuff, obviously, but I'm really it's excited because yeah. it's, like, um, it's good audience. Dance, like you, you still get a set in, you know, and, and they're formatting this in a really awesome way. Like shout out to Haley Lenhart Weiss and blue city comedy. Uh, just amazing. They're doing it to where like the audience vote matters to an extent, but it's not like you can just ask all, like get all your friends to Bring go a bunch of people and win. And and win, and yeah. I'm and I'm not saying that people have do, done that. That's why they won. I'm just saying like you just that's not a it's not as big of a factor. And no repeating materials. What I love about this. They're trying to build feature set. So five minutes, um, two nights to do to split it up. Fifteen comics each night, seven advance, and get paid fifty bucks. Which oh, that's is cool. for a competition. The ones who advance get paid fifty bucks. Next week, you know, then it's the uh, fourteen that advanced, uh, five different five minutes. So you, so you get n- knocked for doing the same material yeah. and then uh, and then another, you get another 50 bucks who advances from that. And then you got seven. Then they do 10 minute sets. Oh, no repeat material. Those who pass that get a hundred bucks. And then in the finals, if I'm doing my math right. A seven, basically, it comes down to four people that'll do 20 minutes. You can repeat your stuff. The point is to make the best 20 minute solid. Oh, yeah. Yes. Some feature sets at 30 minutes, but still, if you got a strong 20, that's a big mm-hmm. fucking deal. And then they all, then the, the I think everybody on that gets a hundred or something and the winner gets a thousand bucks and oh, be yeah. comic of the year. So throughout the year, they've had a comic of the month competition and the, the first place and runner up are getting into this. And then they, plus they picked some people who weren't, didn't make that. And I'm one of those people to get to be on it. Um, so I'm excited to, to see a great show because it's dude, everyone's going to be bringing their, oh, yeah. their best oh, yeah. stuff. And it's it's the majority of the comics in our in our scene. Not everybody, but like a lot of people that are hardworking doing this at, at, at the best spot for comedy um, location. So it's going to be a great audience. Great time. A good tape. Um, they're going to profess the first sets professionally recorded. And then they did like one night last night before last week before our, our uh, Thursday night open mic, which is, which is really great. Like they did professional headshots. They had somebody come in and do some nice shots and stuff. So, you know, even if you don't win, we didn't pay to get in and uh, you get good tape and 
headshots. So that's as you know, that's also networking. Fucking oh yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. I feel like that's the big takeaway that a yeah. lot of people don't consider when they're going into competitions or going to comedy festivals and stuff. It's like you get to network with a bunch of people that you don't necessarily network with or a bunch of audience people that haven't seen you. That's going to be the main part because all the comics on there, we know each other. I mean, there's yeah. maybe one or two that aren't out there all the time, but we we see each other, you know, multiple times a week usually. But yeah. again, get, get an audience and all their friends to come to shows because like, as you know, once you've been doing comedy for a little bit, you burn through your friends. They've seen your shit. Oh, yeah. They're going to go to some shows, but I don't fault them or expect them to go to any show. But mm -hmm. when they do, um, and someone went to the Burr show, and that was really fun. That was their first time seeing me do a set, <laughs> is they went because of that, and that was really fun. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it should be a good time, and I'm always thinking of doing something. I know the Flappers thing is going to – they're, they're going to release their thing at some point. They made the Unflappables. They're, like, documentary, comedy, specialty thing, like, oh. over a year ago wow. where they recorded Zoom shows, and they encouraged us on the Zoom show to talk about Flappers and stuff. And I did because I had some fun stories. I did so much on Flappers. Oh, nice. um, so I think that's going to, I'm going to, you know, the, some of the stuff might be on that, which is incredible. Yay. I didn't even know about yeah. that. That's yeah. awesome. If it's, on, if, if it's on there, that'll be cool. And if it's not, that's fine. It's, I'm, I'm excited just for it to have happened to be and for them to talk yeah. about it. Because um, yeah. they're awesome. talking about this mm -hmm. fucking Zoom thing. So there's probably stuff I'm not even thinking about. But <laughs> yeah, just trying to get real funny and do comedy i'm excited at some point i'm gonna be like good enough to get these opportunities and that's gonna be dope like i'm excited to like be like oh he could actually do a headline length set or actually like a strong feature set and i think i'm close on the feature um yeah. i'm saying that in a year i'll yeah. be like i'll be I mean, like what the fuck no you're you've not been doing comedy for very long but you really got good um, during the pandemic, you know, because you didn't the, sit on it with the mannerisms and like take a drink of water here, you know, just the different <laughs> things that you put together and and you've done. And I really I appreciate enjoy, it. Uh, the growth, your growth. Yeah, it's funny. I've had to unwind some Zoom stuff because like the timing is different. So like yeah. people were oh, like, yeah. when I started. They're like, you seem, you seem kind of. I want to say this. I was super fine. Like, seem like polished. Like you knew what you were doing, but it was just a weird. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because I've lived on here for right. a million years and my timing's different. So I've had to like unwind some of that. Yeah. But most of the material still works. I've just obviously built new material and like worked out the, those sets in different ways. Some stuff, some reason hits live better than Zoom or whatever the fuck. It's just yeah. a weird thing. But yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that. Absolutely. Hell yeah. We appreciate you, man. Thanks for, uh, you know, building a community. Our, our group yeah. was definitely inspired by your group, you know. Mm -hmm. and um we needed a place kind of because i was using a facebook like page for our stuff and it just got really hard to corral people and people to comment interact mm. with people and things like that and so i'm like you know what i'm gonna start what like this place comedians is and so we have our group going too and that's inspired off of you as well awesome i appreciate that i'm glad you i've seen you guys running that i'm glad you guys are doing it and that people are still doing some of this stuff and you're doing it as relevant as it is so yeah. Are you guys doing your mic, your weekly mic still? Uh, we just stopped do doing it a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. You know, we had to cancel two or three weeks in a row because, you know, only two or three people were showing up. So it's, it's not like, it's a, gonna be. yeah. And so I figure uh, maybe special occasions, right? So we'll probably, yeah. do you know, the new year and then maybe, you know, yeah. whatever else. I mean, the idea behind the whole thing was we wanted to provide a platform for people to be able to do it. So if they're not showing up, that means that they've got it in person now. Yeah, and that's what I, that's, I love the way you look at it is like it, it, you, you did it to serve a purpose not to like be take over the world yeah. you know right. similar to zoom is just like I did it because 
I now I know that there will be supply will meet demand. We know how to do this now. However, right. there's two people if it ever two times a again, week. We have we know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Cool. Hey, well, uh, you want to plug your social media before you get out of here? Yeah. yeah uh, thanks. Uh, so I'm in all the places at Laugh Your Lukoff, L-U-K-O-F-F, and uh, Twitter. So I'm not. Well, I'm going to be more active on now that I already did the show. So even if <laughs> Bill Burr sees my stuff and is like, he's an idiot, um, then then he can then I'm not fucking that. Opportunity it won't really up affect anymore. you too much. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, and I'm, I was actually got sort of sort of word when Musk started going nuts. I'm like, oh, shit. I hope he doesn't blow this thing up before this show. <laughs> yeah. Right. I hope Twitter still keeps going. But yeah. So I, I laugh your Luke off Facebook, all stuff. If you're a comedian or someone who's considered doing comedy or just a huge comedy fan, I don't mind people like that joining the group too. a uh, displaced comedian on Facebook. There are worse places to be a member of. And um, <laughs> it's, in, it's interesting. And you want to connect with people. It's a, it's a good place to connect uh, with other people who like telling jokes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There are worse places you can be in. Uh, we won't mention those places today. <laughs> uh, you can find me across the board. I am at funky Sam Medina. And I'm at she shines for you all spelled out. And everything else we do is at hypothetical comedy. Awesome. Nico. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, thanks guys. Great to see you.